0: Well, I was, uh, I was, I I knew today we were going to do the other bookend of Oasis. Remember I talked to you about that. Do you remember I talked to you about that? You all get to wake up a little bit or we'll do some calisthenics. Uh, Sunday, Easter Sunday, April 4th. At the end, we did a 45-minute presentation, okay? And, and we talked about some natural things, showed videos, showed amenities. Oh, that's wonderful. Then I was going to talk about the spiritual purpose the next Sunday. The first part of the vision, the Lord said, don't do that. I tried to do it the second Sunday. Part two of the vision, he said, don't do that. I said, well, Lord, why? He said, he said Oasis is part of the vision, but the vision, I want the vision more on the macrocosm of the ministry and Oasis put after, after these nine weeks. Then, of course, I, I got into a, a little bit of an incorrect Way of saying it, and if you never heard last Sunday, you need to listen to last Sunday. This is actually part 10 of the vision. There was supposed to be nine parts, but on in camp meeting, the Lord said, you didn't tell you, you didn't say it the right way. You didn't say the way I told you to say it about your office and about the pastoral office and the apostle office and all that stuff, and then they were, so he said that you corrected your first Sunday back. I said, well, Lord, do you want me to talk about Oasis and this? He said, no, just focus on that. I said, but that's only 15 minutes, that correction. What else? And then he, then he talked to me. He said, talk about phases and talk about Second Corinthians twelve twelve, and talk about these other scriptures, which I did. And we had a wonderful service last Sunday morning and the anointing was very strong. And that was in part number 10 of the vision. It was supposed to be nine, but I didn't listen. I didn't obey properly because of uh, fear and insecurity during the vision casting. So he, he bumped this Oasis thing by a week from, because of me. I had to make that right last week. Amen. Thank so we did that and if you didn't listen to it, please listen to last week because it really is part 10 of the vision And you need to hear it. It's important for you to know where we're going So then this Sunday of course is the Oasis Sunday that we wanted to talk about But when I woke up early this morning the Lord because I had all the stuff ready to go I was ready and and uh, first thing I heard when I opened my eyes is I don't only want you to talk about Oasis I said God couldn't you have told me that on the two and a half hour drive back from Oasis yesterday? I had lots of time to listen to you yesterday. Now now you're telling me to change it? He says, don't change anything you've got planned. Do what you've got planned, but shorten it because I don't want you to only talk about Oasis this morning. I want you to remind the people of the five things I told you about 2021. And so I feel like it's not just about Oasis this morning, which was the original plan, because it's the bookends. We did the first part, which was the natural side of Oasis before the vision. And now we're doing the spiritual side of Oasis after the vision. But he said it's not it wouldn't be for whatever reason. He's the boss. I'm not the boss. I thought it would be enough to just talk about Oasis. He said, I want you to remind them of what the five things I've told you for 2021, because it's important that they keep this before their eyes. This is the first Sunday of the second half of our year. A whole half of the year is gone. Where did it go? I don't know where it went, Jenny. It just, it's gone. And before you know it, it's going to be, and the next half of the year is going to be gone. And we're going to be called, we're writing 2022 on our checks instead of 2021. And it goes quick. And so we have to keep reminding ourselves so that, because we've got lots of other stuff happening in the different services, we've got to remind ourselves once in a while what is God saying about this year? And there's one thing that you don't know because he told me in camp meeting when I was in California. So there's been four things I've said, but I need to share the fifth. And I'm going to go fairly quick on these because they don't require a tremendous amount of explanation because most of it you've heard already, except the last one. And then I want to talk about the spiritual purposes of Oasis because we've talked about the natural. We need to talk about the spiritual. Amen. And so we'll talk about some natural too, but mainly the spiritual purposes. And so uh, very, very quickly... I want you to look up, please, the the book of Second Kings, chapter two, just because I know you all need a scripture, right? You you need. (laughs) Sometimes when you're dealing with uh, vision, you know you can go without as much of a scripture. But now 2 Kings chapter 2 is all about Elijah and Elisha going and he's going, you know, from Gilgal and he's going down to Bethel. Leave me. I won't leave you as this Lord lives and my soul lives. Right. And then Bethel down to Jericho. I won't leave you. And then Jericho down to Jordan. I won't leave you. And then they cross the Jordan and they go over. Do you remember all of that? and then of course the the, the distraction comes and 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 he says if you got your eyes on me you'll get that 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 mantle that higher anointing that anointing to help you step into your office and so of course he did now if you'd look here please in verse 13 he took up also the mantle of elijah that fell from him and went back and stood by the bank of jordan and he took the mantle of elijah and that fell from him and smote the waters and said where is the god of elijah And when also he had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither, and Elisha went over. Now watch this. And the sons of the prophets, which were to view at Jericho. Remember, Jericho is the city overlooking the plain of Jordan, and then Jordan is there. I've been there many times in person. Now they got guards everywhere because Jordan River marks the boundary of the country of Jordan with the country of Israel, and so you can't even really go up to the Jordan right there opposite Jericho because there's all military stuff. I tried and I tried to go past the military escort because I usually do that kind of stuff, and and one of them had a, a, a machine gun and he looked at me and I said God bless you and I turned around and drove back. <laughs> Praise God, I know when enough is enough. That was when you weren't with me, Taylor. I thought I don't know if he could handle the stealth mission, so I left him at the hotel uh, to. Pray and fast, and I went to try to pass the checkpoint, but they were not too impressed. Praise God. So we got to obey what they say, Jennifer. That's the lesson that you've learned today, because you're worse than me. Jenny just says, don't break all the rules, do everything like this. And if you know her, you know that's a lie. Anyway, so, uh, now, so, so Jericho is overseeing this plain of Jordan, and the sons of the prophets are sitting there in Jericho watching Elijah go up watching the mantle fall, watching him pick it up, watching him smite the waters, watching the water water smite uh, apart again. So they're watching. Now watch now. And the sons of the prophets, which were to view at Jericho, saw him. When they saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah does now rest on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. And, uh, and then they try to talk to him about, let's go find Elijah's body and we won't go into all that. But the point is, I'm trying to say to you, as the Lord said to me, that just as, the, just as the sons of the prophets watched him from a distance, yeah. during that moment when he picked up the mantle, smoked the waters and parted, the Lord said, so the people are watching you this year. The congregation, promise of life. Yeah is watching this year that's how he said it to me that the congregation represents those ones watching from jericho and they're watching they're watching the sermons they're watching the prayer meetings they're listening the is listening to what god's saying and how he's confirming it over and over again and through different ministers and how they watch the fast And they watched and then they you've been watching by coming and listening and being a part of this church You're watching whether you realize it or not. You're listening. You're hearing the nine parts ten parts of the vision You're hearing what God is saying. It's like you're sitting in Jericho watching this unfold before you Are you with are you listening to me and and then of course they're watching There is also an observation from your perspective of the Jordan parting when he smoked the waters Now, what did he call that experience, Jenny, was 2021. We picked up that mantle, December 12, 2020, and now we're coming back, and the first year 2021 is the Jordan. And he said, now this year has some symbolic symbolic parallels to it, and yet the people are watching this year how things unfold. And so, I'm reading that scripture so you can remember that, and so, uh, really what he was saying to me was as the people watched Elisha pick up the mantle, so they're watching you pick up that assignment from the fast to present. The people recognized the anointing on his life and it was established in their eyes. And the people, the Lord told me that they said, he said in this year, more than any other year of the church, even though we've had all this COVID and all this, this stuff to impede us. But he still, he still said it. So it don't matter about the impeding or not the impeding or, or lockdown or not lockdown. It doesn't matter. Livestream, What doesn't matter. Because wow. he said it. And he already knew all that was going to happen before he Amen. said it. Amen. And he said to me, in this year, more than any other year in the, in the history of your church, there will be a work of establishment that I do, God does, in the hearts of the people about the vision as it is preached. Yeah. Because the vision, we're in the year of the Jordan, of it parting. You still with me? I don't want to lose you. I'm trying to make this reminding you. Okay. Uh, The assignment wasn't just established in the people's eyes, but established in, in, uh, in his eyes too, in, in Elisha's eyes too. Okay. So basically he reminded me as number one, he reminded me of the five things. He reminded me that in 19, we came through the Jordan, but that in that coming through the Jordan, it represented an establishing of a different kind. It established that one season was ending, all those 15 years was ending from 2004 to 19, and a new season, the year of the mantle 2020 was about to dawn. So that showed the end of one season, a demarcation line in the beginning of the next. Do you remember we talked about that? Okay. And so while you're watching from Jericho this unfold, You gotta understand that there's some things that God is trying to reveal to the congregation and to me about this water parting experience, this 2021, we're going back through, we've already come back in 19, now we're going back in 2021. Remember he said that to me. And so as you're observing, I'm saying this so you'll follow me, as you're observing this parting of the waters in 2021, be aware that there are five main things that God has specified. The first which I never quite understood until cat meeting, and I preached about it on Monday night at Bible school, was he said to me, the first thing was he said to me, uh, there will be an increase of supernatural, and he quoted the word power, quote unquote, power, for healings, casting out devils and miracles because the mantle has come. And I just took that as a general thing. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a stronger anointing, but now that he's been teaching me uh, during cat meeting, about what the difference between the Holy Ghost and power of Acts 10:38, the gifts and that anointing of healing power that is transferred at the touch of faith Amen. now I understand Jenny which I couldn't understand back then but now I understand why he had me put the word power in quotes because I said Lord why are you I remember saying that why are you saying power in quotes powers powers power it's all oh, power why, why but he didn't answer me he just said put power in quotes and I have never understood that until camp meeting because he started talking to me about 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 12, verse 12, that the signs of an apostle, which I've entered into now, is an increase of the gifts and of the power. Yeah. And if you study those words in the Greek that are listed there, that's what it means, the gifts and of the power. Yeah. And so because of this mantle, there's been an increase, Jenny, of the gifts and of the power, which is connected, which is transferred by the touch of faith. So there is, because this mantle has helped me step into that office, the very first thing as we head into this 2021 year is an increase of this power of the gifts increasing and of this revelation of helping people understand that power is available if they reach out the hand of faith because in the apostle's office, it's stronger than in the previous office because according to 2 Corinthians 12, 12, the apostle's office holds it stronger. So that's the first thing he said. I didn't quite understand what he meant fully, but I understand more now that time has passed. So in this year of 2021, there's an increase of power. There's an increase of gifts. There's an increase of God's ability to touch people and heal them with his anointing of healing power if they'd reach out the hand of faith. The second thing, that was the first. The second thing, so I'm just keeping this before the eyes of the people and before our eyes jenny right. that he's emphasizing an increase of anointing and power and gifts this year the second thing is that just as not, that as 19 was a year to pass through the jordan establishing the end of one season a demarcation line the beginning of an of another And you remember I gave you some examples of how Jesus passed through the Jordan to end all the season of preparation for him and the beginning of his ministry. And then I told you as well that Jacob passed through after all those years with Laban. He passed through the Jordan to start the beginning of a new season. And the Israelites, all those 40 years in the wilderness, pass through the Jordan on their way to Gilgal as they take the land. It's always the beginning of one and the ending of another. That's what Jordan represents. And so 19, it ended one and it began another. This this season of Hebron in 2020 began after 19. But now we're heading back. Because 2020 was the plane. Now we're heading back through the Jordan in 2021. So what does this going back through? So if the first season was was if the first 2019 was that was that an old season had been ended and a new season had begun, it was the establishing of a new season. In 19 going forward but now that we're going backwards through it what does that represent and symbolize i'm reminding you because some of you have forgotten he said remind them it represents not a new season because we're in the new season it represents us being established being settled figuring out if i could put it that way what's in this new season it represents us being established in this season of Hebron, and what the mantle's job and assignment is, and what its what its job description is, and how we're supposed to participate in it. So this coming back through represents we are coming through. It's a, it, it shall be known, he said, as the year of establishment. It's an establishment because we, as a whole, a bird's eye view, we are becoming settled, Jenny established not just in a new season that happened in 19 the old of one the beginning of another but now we're getting established and what does this whole hebron seven and a half years hold what even does the jerusalem years hold what is god doing everything in the past was the past it's like a new race has begun it's like we're starting a whole new thing this thing called hebron we wear the t-shirt we had the band but what does it mean As we this year we are getting settled we are getting established we are figuring out what this whole thing is about And that's what this going back it's still a year of establishment But it's being not established in a new season like 19 It's being established in the vision in the mantle in the assignment It's figuring out what God is really saying and what he's about to do That's what this year is about It's about an increase of gifts and power And it's about understanding and being established in the purposes of God for, for this assignment, for this whole season of time called Hebron and then into Jerusalem. Are you with me still? So that's what, that's basically. Now the third thing that he said to me, which you also know, is that, uh, that this season of revelation or anointing was to part the waters. It parts the waters. So, and I saw that, I I didn't see that before, but when I preached this, I believe it was on the, was it on the first, no, the second, must have been the second Sunday, the part two of the vision, I guess, the 18th of of, of April. But honey, when I I saw the waters, as he hit them with that, the waters literally, it says, went thither and hither, they parted. And I heard the Lord say, and so shall waters of revelation part. In other words, I will open up my word to you, I will part things that are all jumbled and muddled I'll separate I'll bring revelation that represents that water moving like that represents imparting waters of revelation and showing us Amen. specifically exactly what the season the seven and a half year season holds Amen. so it is a it is a more uh, it is a more focused uh-huh. attitude than number 2 number 2 he said in general I want you to be established and what the mantle is, and what it can do, and what is assignment. You need to settle into it. Are you with me? Now, then he went a little bit more funneled on number three, and he said, and in light of that, wanting you to know, I'm going to open things up to you. And he said, just like the water opened up to Elisha, I'm going to open things up to you. I'm going to show you about the international ministry, which he has. I'm going to show you about New Works, which he has. I'm going to show you about the Glory Center, which he has and continues. I'm going to show you about Oasis, which he has and continues. I'm going to show you about the power. I'm going to show you about this. I'm going to open things up. This is your 2021 year is when Jordan parted for Elisha. And this is a year to be established in this assignment and to have this assignment revealed. Yes. So number one, there's going to be more power. Number two, we're going to be more established in what this whole season, seven and a half years, represents. And number three, we're not just going to be established. We're going to have revelation as the waters open to us. And that is why a lot of what I shared in the vision casting was the revelation of not just this year, but about this whole season. So you would know what it holds. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't forget, Pastor Nancy prophesied on March 15th to me She oversumed, she said, Pastor Craig, great clarity is coming for you. It's going to be, this is before we started, three weeks before we started the vision casting. It's going to be like dominoes. It's going to be because when the first one falls, she's talking about new works, then the others must fall. The rest must come into line and must come into place. So it's going to be a season of great download, great downloading of God's plan. And it won't look like every other season because this is a season of great downloads for you. Now, she don't know a thing because I don't tell her a thing about our vision or what we're doing. She said that purely by the Holy Ghost because she has no natural knowledge of what's going on. And so what is God saying? This is a season of great downloads. What is another way of saying that? When he downloads, he gives you revelation. Yes. Yes. What's another way of saying it? This is a season for the waters to open up. This is a season for me to separate and part things so that you can understand them clearly and know their place and know how they're gonna operate. That's what downloads means. A season of downloads means a season of the w- river opening up. Yes. And that's what this season is about. So don't be surprised uh, when you encounter and see more stronger teaching and preaching about the power and about the gifts, because this season is about that, not just 2021, but this whole seven and a half years. This season, particularly now for this particular year, is for us to get established in this mantle, in this office, in what God expects and what he wants. That's why I'm talking about it frequently, because if I don't talk about it frequently, I'll get in trouble. Because you can't establish people by talking about it once. I'm not talking about it every service, as you can see, and I'm not going to be talking about it every service going forward. But when the Lord prompts me, he says, I want you to remind them because this year is earmarked for I want you to be established and settled in what this whole Hebron season is all about. And specifically I want to open up these waters in this year particularly I want to open up revelation to you like the waters parted I want to I want to separate things I want to show things I want to reveal things so you'll know about all the different branches of the ministry what's happening even even yesterday two days ago he talked to me about the aviation department again exactly what to do how to do it everything everything because this is a part of revelation of knowing that's part of the assignment so I have to understand what I'm not just guessing I'm not just letting somebody else tell me what to do. God has to tell me what to do in that department. Yes, sir. That's right, amen. Yes, sir. So this is all, that's why I'm ta- sharing this with you because this here is about things being opened unto us. Maybe more of it in the first half, Greg, probably, because now this is the first Sunday of the second half. So a lot has opened up in the first half. And maybe there won't be as much in the second half, but there will still be times where he highlights it and goes, don't forget. Don't get so off on this subject and that doctrine and this thing and that thing that you forget the purpose of the year. Don't forget the purpose of the year. The purpose of the year is for you to get established in this assignment, established in this office. The purpose of this year is for me to open things up to you so you understand like the river opened to Elisha. You understand what the purpose of this mantle, this office, this assignment, this seven and a half year period. You need to know the purpose of it. So he keeps reminding me of that, and which means he wants me to remind you of that. Are you with me? Then on May the 23rd, number four, I was brushing my teeth. A good habit to get into. <laughs> and, and we we had, had such a hellish, my God, from the middle of <laughs> from the middle of April until the middle of May was the worst month I think I think I've ever had in my life. I mean, it was just. I've never experienced such attacks, such darkness. Such, I'm, I'm, I can't even share what, everything. I just can't because it would be inappropriate. But just believe me when I say I'm not exaggerating when I say that. It was, it was a very hard month in a lot of different areas. A lot of areas. And so that had just kind of started to wane, hadn't it, Jenny? By the 23rd, because I remember that was my spiritual birthday and that was a Sunday morning. And it had just, we had just could start to see a faint light at the end of that very dark tunnel, Dan. And it had nothing to do with COVID and it had nothing to do with the lockdown here. Nothing. It was other things that were against us and attacking and just a whole bunch of stuff. It was a very hard month for me. But as I, as I could see the light starting to dawn and I could see it glorious starting to dawn. I knew that we had come through the worst of it. And that there was still some more we had to plow through but I could see light for, for a month I couldn't see any light it just looked like it would last forever and so when I was brushing my teeth I said Lord you didn't tell me that coming into this 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 plane of this you know Jordan River thing 2021 you didn't tell me that it would be like this you didn't tell me that the attacks would be so strong that the power of darkness would be so strong listen when there's an open door there are many adversaries and we are in an open door because this is the first full year that the mantle is operating since it came. Last year was a transition year. This is the first full year. Are you listening to me? Yes. Do you think the devil just sits back? No. No. And the attack is never the way you think it's going to be. Yes, and the attack never feels the way you thought it was going to feel. And the attack is usually always worse than you thought it was going to be sitting in your armchair, you know, musing and writing in your journal. Or sitting in the seats and listening under the anointing and go, oh yeah, I know the devil's real, but you know, he's, he's defeated. God's good. God's good. All the time. God's good. God's good. Devil's defeated. And you got your little platitudes all the time, but you have no idea what it really means when a demon shows up in your room. I'm serious. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm just being honest with you. There's a lot of nonsense that goes on in the body of Christ because they don't really understand the spiritual world. They got a lot of words, but they don't really understand when things actually happen. That's why it takes them out because your little stupid confessions don't work when the devil shows up in your room. You either better know who you are or he's going to let you have it. And he showed up in my room more than once. Why? He's trying to intimidate me. He's trying to stop me. He's trying to silence me. He's trying to break me so that this thing doesn't get momentum, Jenny. If he can, and why did he do it at the beginning? of He was not going to probably do it at the end. He's going to do it at the beginning. He's going to try to take me out before I start almost. As I'm taking the first few steps in this journey, he's trying to trip me. And it was hard, but I saw the light coming. And I, and I knew we were over the worst, but I knew that there was still some to go. And I said, I didn't know it would be this hard, Lord. You didn't tell me it would be this hard. Why didn't you tell me it would be this hard? And then I said, I'm glad you didn't tell me it would be this hard. Because if you told me it would have been this hard, I might not have wanted to continue. Because, I mean, it was like I loathed for life at times in that month. I'm serious. The thought of quitting the ministry came to me many times. The thought of moving came to me many times. The thought of closing this church came to me many times. I mean, it was an assault from hell for a month. And through people you wouldn't imagine the devil used to assault us. So I said, Lord, you didn't tell me it would be this hard. I said, why didn't you tell me as I'm brushing my teeth? I'm just talking to him as I talked to him. I didn't expect him to answer. And he spoke to me just like that. Sometimes I think he waits for us to ask. In fact, Dad Hagen said, many times, God won't talk to you unless you ask. You might be thinking it, yeah. but ask him. If he don't answer you, he do not answer you. But if, he, if, if you don't ask him, he probably definitely won't answer you. Yeah. I didn't expect him to answer me, Glory. I was just talking to him. Kind of like, thank God I see the light. Kind of a relief, but why did I didn't see this coming, Lord? This was supposed to be a happy year. This was supposed to be a good year. We're going to lock down again, and then I've got all this hell going on. What what happened to this great smite like the river at parts and everybody's drinking champagne, you know, non-alcoholic champagne? And you know what I'm saying? What happened to all that stuff? And he spoke to me just as clouded I'm talking to you. And can I read you what he said? Last year was marked by distraction, and this year is marked by obstacles. Remember, he said last year, the distraction was COVID. And if we hadn't have pushed through, that manta wouldn't have come. Yeah. Remember, and remember, then he reminded me, he said, did I not speak by the prophet? He did. Yeah. did I not say through Randy in the first week of March in your church that these, this, this COVID season, which we thought would be one year, but actually was two years, yeah. would be marked by attacks and distractions? Yeah. Do you Remember the prophet yeah. said that yeah. last time he was here? I had forgotten that. And so he said, you remember, I already spoke to the prophet. He said, you thought it was one year, but it's two years. He said, now distraction was last year because of what he said to me about everything and the mantle coming. He said, but I didn't just say distraction, did I? I said, distraction and attacks. He said, last year was marked by distraction and this year is marked by attacks. I said, oh God. Last year was marked by distraction. This year is marked by by attacks or obstacles, he used it obstacles, but he said you could add the word the same thing. An obstacle is like an attack. The Jordan, another thing, was a gateway into everything in Elisha's future. He had to cross that natural barrier in order to walk into the rest of what I had for him. It was an obstacle blocking his way. The first time he faced it, he didn't see it as an obstacle because he was relying on the anointing on Elijah. But now he's alone and he has to face it himself. 19, we were still under to a measure help from more help because I was in a lower office. But now that I've st- it's almost like I'm not alone, but I'm alone. I'm not alone. I still have pastor and others helping me, but there's a higher responsibility on me. I don't know how to explain it to you. I'm facing certain things. That it's either my faith works or we're done. I can't explain. That's why it's all the more important you pray for me going forward than even you did in the past because I need it more now than ever because there is higher attacks, there's higher responsibility, there's higher anointing, there's higher expectation, there's higher consequences. Everything is higher in this new season. So he said to me, the first time he faced it, he didn't see it as an obstacle because he was relying on the anointing of Elijah. You do it, Elijah. I just watch you. Now he's alone and he has to face it himself. Jordan is like the door. In 1 Corinthians 69, and there are many adversaries, son, with an open door. This year, 2021, your Jordan year will be marked by obstacles, barriers, and attacks, and things trying to withstand you. But, that'll make you cry if you stop there. But it will not last forever. It is only for a season. Now, he didn't say this, Greg. Ever had God talk to you, but you know he means something without him saying it? there's like a nuance in his tone but he didn't actually say the words what he was saying is it is only for a season but the nuance meant this heavy attack you've been through this dark dark that thing you've been through this last month is a season within a season the season of 2021 is a season of obstacles and attacks as as one of the number one of the five things that this represents i'm on number four it represents obstacles but there is a season within the season and what you've just gone through is the season within the season of this year. In other words, the worst is behind you, and it's going to get better from now on. But don't miss, but he said this season, 2021, is, is, is part of the five wonderful things. It's marked by obstacles. It's marked by things trying to withstand you, by attacks, things trying to stop you. But it will not last forever. It is only for a season, but the nuance was a season within a season. So do not be afraid. See, that's what, that's what we always divert to is fear. Elisha fervently used the anointing to smite that obstacle and commanded to part, and it did. So you will do the same. It will obey you like it obeyed him. Amen. And on that morning, he said, now speak to that darkness that's been assaulting you. Speak to those demons. And I'd been speaking to them, but, but he, he kind of strengthened me to do it with greater fervency. Speak to them. I've given you an anointing to overcome them. Don't let them overcome you or your family, or your finances, or your children, or your church, or your health, or anything. You have a right to speak and it will obey you. Because that water had to listen to him. So do you see how God in his, in his masterfulness uses the water to symbolize revelation opening, but also in a negative way as an obstacle blocking. See, I didn't see any of this when we started the year, but he had to explain it as the year continued. So one, it's an increase of power in the gifts. Two, it's a season of establishing. We ended one season in 19, but now we're beginning established in the purpose of this season of seven and a half years. Number three, a more focused version of number two is he's opening up revelation to us so that we can get established. Because you can't get established if you don't know things. Number four, that's all rosy, wonderful, but don't, don't forget, son, it's a year marked of obstacles. I told him distraction and attacks, is obstacles was standing. It's not gonna last forever, don't quit, but speak stronger than you ever have and that thing will obey you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the last number five before I move on to our second half of the, of the service today is he said to me when I was on Thursday morning, what date was that, Jenny? Thursday morning, no, Friday morning. Friday morning, the last, meet, last day of camp meeting. What was that? June the 11th, I think. Friday morning, I was getting ready for the morning service. And I was standing there getting ready in, in the bathroom. And I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me. He said, this year. Now, when he talks that clearly, like that intonated, I, I, I stop and I get my phone to record it. He said, this year of 2021 is not just marked by Revelation And by obstruction. Because remember, he's talked to us about revelation. Being established requires revelation. The water is opening up. But there's also an obstruction, an attack. He said this year, 2021, is not only known for and marked by revelation and obstruction. But it is also marked by celebration. And he said it to me as clear as I'm talking to you. I'm not asking him to talk. I'm not thinking about him talking. I'm just getting ready. But he just spoke it to me just as clear as I'm saying it to you. He said, and so I want more emphasis to be made on the aspect of joy and celebration. Because up until this time, the attack has been so strong against you that your focus has been just to uh, uh, overcome that obstruction and all the way through i've been giving you revelation with the obstruction trying to stop you but he said now the are you listening now the second half of the year will primarily that doesn't mean there won't be obstruction or there won't be revelation but he said the second half will be primarily marked by celebration so the first was primarily revelation and obstruction Because the obstruction is there to stop the revelation from coming. And look at how much revelation came. About the seven years and, and everything. International, domestic, the whole thing, the glory center. He said, so there's been such an emphasis on the first two. Now there'll be a measure of revelation that continues to come. And a measure of obstruction that continues to come. But he said the second half will be marked Like the first half was mainly marked by those two, the second half will be mainly marked by celebration. And he said, I want you to enter into joy. I want you to tell the congregation to enter into joy. And then he said, did I not tell you a great season of joy lies ahead for your congregation? He said, I have not forgotten that. I spoke that to you. I want you to remind the people of that. And I want in your heart to keep celebration as the focus. There'll be some attacks and obstruction. And there'll be, of course, more revelation that continues to flow. But that was primarily the first half. This is now the second half. And I don't think it's even coincidence that he's having me teach this on the first Sunday of the second half of the year. So, (laughs) Uh, you can confess it or don't it's up to you, but I, I just keep saying to the lord lord I thank you a great season of joy lies ahead Amen. for me in the congregation And you told me that it's not just obstruction and revelation. It's great celebration Amen. So lord i'm expecting things just to work. I'm expecting things to be happy I'm expecting people to smile. I'm expecting them to come to church. I'm expecting the budget to be met I'm expecting it to be exceeded. I'm expecting the money for oasis to come and more than enough I'm expecting every little thing that I want to happen yeah. Because you said I have a right to joy. I have a right to celebrate in this year. And this year has been nothing but hardness for me so far. In terms of that darkness. And much precious revelation. Which the obstruction tried to abort. But it didn't. It didn't. I preached through it. I prayed through it. I praised through it. I talked my way through it. My wife and I stood hand in hand and went through it. I wish I could explain to you what it felt like. I have no words for it. I wish I could explain to you how overwhelming it was. I have no words for it. I know what Pastor Nancy means, Jenny, when she tells us, you know, I went through a season and it was hell. It was hell every day, all day long. I couldn't get that thing to lift off me. I tried everything. I did everything. I did everything. Everybody told me none of it worked. It was hell. I know what she means now because I've never gone through a month in my life like that. But I'm not here whining. (laughs) Pray for me. I preached through it. I pushed through it. I praised through it. And I started on May 23rd to see the light start to come. And since then, uh, the light has got brighter and brighter and brighter. I I, I really do believe I'm out of it. He said a little bit more, a little bit more of obstruction and, of course, more revelation. But now it's celebration time. He said, just keep thanking me. Just keep praising me. I'm working things out. Angels are working on your behalf. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jenny. I felt when we came back from camp meeting and we went through that two weeks, which which there was a lot of things even spiritually happening in that two weeks, dark and attack. But when we ended that two weeks, which was last Sunday, was our first day out of that quarantine. And I ended the vision. I ended this number 10 vision. I made things right. When I drove home last Sunday afternoon, a week ago today, Greg, when I drove home, I don't know, I can't explain it. It's like something just... like Like a weight lifted off me like something was gone It was gone I don't know what that was this this heavy attack because of what I had to say in the vision It's gone The lord said now this is over now I mean, there's a measure of it. He said the whole year is marked by but it's over now Relatively speaking. It's over now this now the rest of the year. I want you to enjoy it I want you to celebrate I want you to keep saying a season of joy is there Jenny keeps saying a season of joy is there And when you see things not working when the budget don't work. I said a season of joy you rotten budget You'll turn into something beautiful When people aren't working I say joy. There's a season of joy. You're not gonna ruin my joy or steal it You're gonna bring me joy. Hallelujah because I'm in a season of celebration Hallelujah and my very first week of celebration. I went up to Oasis for the first time since February and that was the first time since my fast. Yes. And, and, and we saw it. We had a wonderful three days there with the staff and their families. We dedicated it yesterday. And, uh, and we just had a great time. I just felt peace and joy the whole time. Hallelujah Jenny because we're in a season of celebration There is much revelation to come and there will be some obstructions to come But God is marking the last half of this year with nothing but joy Unspeakable and full of glory and I'm saying that and I'm preaching it and I'm declaring it by faith Because I don't always feel it, but I do I do sense it coming stronger This week was a good start to it. Praise God So I want you to stand with me when things aren't going right you say no 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 devil no I'm part of that church. I'm under that mantle. And God spoke and said, I have a right to celebrate. So you know what? I have a right. And you're not going to stop me, devil. And you're not going to stop the money, the children, the health, nothing. You're not going to stop it. I'm I'm joying. I'm joying this year. Praise God. Don't you think when he smote that thing and that thing opened, that a, a sense of, what do you think Elisha felt? When he saw that miracle and they're all watching him, there must have been a surge of, Yes. It works. Thank God. They're all watching. They'd stone me if it didn't. It works. This thing on Elijah's on me. It works. There must have been a surge in him that went, glory. The water's parting and I'm walking over. Well, I'm saying in the second half of this year, Glory. The water's parting and I'm walking over and I'm walking over in joy and I'm walking over in celebration and I'm going through the rest of this year in happiness and peace because my Jericho 2022 year lies ahead, Arrow. But I'm not ending this year sad and down and downcast on, oh my God, no. That might have come as I was preparing you don't think the devil was attacking him. Don't say it. Don't say it Don't say it. Don't say it. Remember normal came from heaven. Don't go in there Don't go in there and pray for Zona. You don't embarrass her in front of her. Hand. Oh, please don't go in there They never don't, don't want you to go in and speak yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure when he stood there there were thoughts saying this is not going to work. It's not going to work You're not Elijah. It's not going to work. This is a cloth you got in your hand. It means nothing. It's not going to work I'm sure there was something stopping him yeah. But he said, where is the God? And there's been a heavy attack this first half of the year. But I have said, where is the God? I have said, this is what God is saying. The water is parting. This is what he's showing us. We will do it. I've pushed through, Jenny. I know I have valiantly. But now the water has parted. I see it in the spirit. The water is part and the ground is dry ahead of me. And now I get to strut and dance and laugh and shout my way through the river as I go up the other bank and as I start heading toward Jericho. I'm going through now. I say it by the spirit. I say it by the spirit. Oh, the attack, Jennifer. Oh, the attack to part that water. But now it is parted and the dry, the ground is dry. Walk over in joy. Walk over in celebration, says the Lord. Walk over looking left and right and saying, that's right, that's my God, that's my God. It parts you, that's right, my God will overcome and go over celebrating and joying in me as you enjoy the rest of this 2021 rear. Go over on dry ground. Hallelujah. I know that by the Holy Ghost. I, I, I knew this doctrinally, mentally, but I heard the Holy Ghost jump on the inside of me when, when I never saw that about the dry ground and go walking over on joy until I started to preach it. Then I saw those waters part. That's what we've gone through the first six months. Much revelation and much attack, but now the walk, ground is dry. Now we get to walk through and look at the water and say, yeah, you better listen to Jesus. Yeah, you better listen, devil. Yeah, you better. You'll all come to pass budget, and we're just going to walk through celebrating for the rest of 2021, because he said it will be marked by celebration and joy. So enjoy the rest of this year. Maybe you all have had a great year anyway, and I'm the only Dalton here that has had hell visit me every day for six months. But maybe, I, maybe I'm the only one, but I'm telling you, it's going to be different going forward. What an attack Because of the assignment Boy the devil hates preachers He hates them declaring things He hates people getting in unity With the things He hates people running with it He's afraid of that He don't mind your little platitude And ridiculous quotes that you say But he don't want real vision going forward He don't want real unity coming He doesn't want preachers saying What God's about to do And say it boldly He will try and kill you if he can but we've done it, Greg, and God is pleased. Amen. So, having said that about the season of celebration, and having my first week with Oasis, let me remind you of what the Lord said. This won't take long. I'm glad I, I shared the first thing because without it, you wouldn't fully be able to grasp the second thing. But the Lord said to me, I already said, share it after this vision, which is today. It's the bookend. Hallelujah. <laughs> and. Uh, We said about the glory center is starting, it's funding, mainly, doesn't mean people can't give earlier, but mainly God signed that time, brother, to 23, 24, and 25. And he said, now this year, 21 and 22, is for mainly Oasis and some other things. Now, I didn't know what the other things were when he said it, but it wasn't the glory center. And then we just found out from our landlord that after we've asked him for seven years to pave the parking lot, and he refused. And now we just found out that he wants to pave the parking lot, which is, yeah, it's mixed. It's bittersweet. It's glory to God, and it's also great because I need the money for other things. And I had the money back then, but he didn't want to do it when I had the money. Now that we don't have the money, he wants to do it. So he basically said, you pay for it. I'm not paying nothing. You pay for it, and I'll pay you back next year. With no interest, by the way. Interest-free loan. Because the money that we have allocated is for Oasis this year. And I'm not going to take $55,000 to pave the parking lot, which is our 40%. He still has to pay 60% more than that. But I just don't have that $55,000 right now to do that. So I said, Lord, what do I do? And he said, that's what I meant when I said, and other things. So he said to me, I want Oasis paid by the middle of next year which is exactly 12 months now. June 30th, next year. I wanted to tell you this earlier, but he restrained me. So obviously he's okay with us talking about it now. Because I said, but Lord, they need more time. But if he didn't say do it till now, then I guess you didn't need any more time because he knows everything. (laughs) And by the way, Errol, I said, Lord, can't we start the glory center? We've got so much money to raise. Can not we start the glory center in 2022? We need more time. These people, it's going to take them time. And he said, yes, but the fact that I'm asking you to do it in three years is an act of faith in and of itself. Because the less time you have to do it, the more you have to trust me. Because the more impossible it seems. Praise God. Hallelujah. And already people have not heard. They don't listen right. I'm not upset with people. But try to listen. Because we've already had people say, oh, pastor asked for us to give $3,000 for the Glory Center in three years. That's not what I said. Yeah, that's right. So people aren't listening, but they're not listening. God said, encourage 200 families to give $3, $3,333 each year for three years. Making $10,000 per family. And that would net you $2 million. And then the businessmen would give $2 million. And we already have $1 million that we've been saving for 10 years. And that would give us the $5 million we need to get into the building and, and, and start this thing. And by the way, we've already got the first businessman because God said, you're the first one. I said, I am. He said, you're the first one. I don't have the money yet, but I'm, I'm putting 50,000 from my business in, in the next three years. And then when I shared this a few weeks ago, a businessman in the church called me and he said, I don't mean to bother you on a Sunday. I'm so sorry. I said, that's okay. What do you, I thought it was a counseling thing. He said, God spoke to me before you announced it. I said, God, how much am I supposed to give from my business? And God said, I want 50,000 and then he said and then you said fifty thousand in three years he said god already told me that i said isn't that he was more he was as excited at the fact that he had heard right as he was to give the money which i think is wonderful i said brother you heard right are you sure it wasn't 100 no you heard right (laughs) so we already have of that two million from business people we've already got a hundred thousand dollars that's guaranteed in the pot because i trust that man and i know he'll keep his word and i know i'll keep my word I'll take it out of my salary if I have to. I'll do it. Come hell or high water, I'll do it. Amen. So God has, so I'm saying, when I talk with the glory center, try to listen carefully because if you, it's important you listen to details. Yes. But he's asking us to do that, Jenny, 23, 24, 25. Because this year and next year is for Oasis and other things. So that's why he said, Greg, see, I'm learning with God. He'll tell you stuff and you don't understand why he says it. He doesn't explain everything at the beginning. Then you just obey it and then he'll add more. So he said, I want Oasis to be done by mid-22. And then I didn't know why. Why mid-22? Maybe we'll start the glory center early. And he said, no, the other half will be for other things. I didn't know what the other things were, but now I know part of it, if not nothing else is for the parking lot. So in latter half of 20, no, no, okay, you don't have to keep talking to me, Siri. It's okay, just relax, just say amen. You don't have to spell the words for me. So the second half of 2020, Siri gets excited under the anointing, she'll start talking. So, so uh, Alexa is full of devils, but Siri, she, she, lo- she loves Jesus. She loves Jesus, Siri, she loves Jesus. She's a spiritual woman, praise God. So the second half of 22 is going to be for the, uh, for the parking lot and anything else that has come up. Yeah. But from now until the second, the first half of 22 is for Oasis. Not the whole thing, because we have a long-term mortgage, but we have two mortgages. We have three mortgages. The one mortgage, we'll just keep paying over time. But the first two mortgages, we, we, we are paying high interest and I hate paying interest, but the only way we could get it, Taylor, was we had to have three mortgages because we used every dollar that we had, plus we used all the money from the offering last year. Do you remember? Yeah. We, we had split it between this building and then 179 was going to Oasis, 379 in total, 200 for this building. We used every penny. We had to then dip into our savings. We used every penny we had just to close the deal and we still needed three mortgages. But there were miracles that took place to get that and even the even the mortgage person said wow, this is miraculous (laughs) So I know God gave us that property now remember are you still with me? You're not getting tired Remember he said the beginning of the season Hebron is the season of ownership and the beginning the first bookend is small ownership called oasis And the end of the oasis is large ownership called the new building So we have to put first things first if I can't use my faith for oasis. I won't have enough faith for the building Do you understand? Okay, so With this oasis deal we're believing for within 12 months from now for the first two mortgages to be paid The first two mortgages is four hundred and twenty thousand two twenty and two hundred Now that's not that much But it's still money. We don't have doesn't matter if it's not that much. It's money. We don't have so But we are well able to do it. Aren't we Errol? So we have $420,000 that we need to do between now and next June. But the first mortgage, we can't default on it. Or we'll lose the property. Do you understand? If you default on the mortgage, they'll take the property. The first mortgage is due November the 7th. So it's the 8th. But we're going to take the offering on the 7th. So we have 18 weeks, Greg, from today, from this Sunday until November 7th when we have that's the last time we can raise money so i'm just going to stretch it all the way to that day and ask you to do what god puts in your heart and don't be late because we owe the money on that next day the 8th and we have to pay 220 on the 8th or we'll lose the property which we're not going to lose if we can pay before november the 8th we save thousands of dollars in interest so the faster we do this the better we save more money we can put toward the second hundred thousand, which is due next the first week of july next year so the first thing is due november 7th that's the first mortgage of 220. the second mortgage of 200 is due first week of july so that's why i'm saying june 30th next year is our window we have to have that other 200 in but my goal jenny is to have the whole 420 in this year why can't we just get do it early because if we can pay the second mortgage off early we'll pay interest on that too and then what's left is the last mortgage which is a low interest mortgage, and that's for 25 years, just like we would have on a property, and we can pay that off whenever we want. But that's over a million dollars, that mortgage, because we're just paying that little bit at a time, and there's there's no pressure, it's within our church budget, everything is good. What's not in our church budget is these two mortgages. So we've been using our faith to pay these two mortgages every month, and we're paying interest on them every month, and I wanna get these paid off. Because that property is not just a good idea It's not just because I like fishing. It's not just because which I don't it's not just because I want to go somewhere in the bushes Did you see the size of those mosquitoes? I cursed them they fell out of the air dead praise God Well, they didn't but they will in Jesus name you should see my legs I was playing basketball at the community center with some of the young people and they they were leaving the young people alone and attacking the man of God, I mean you should see my legs. It's a relief map of the Andes I mean you should see my legs I just got but but that's okay, that's okay. In the hotter weather they go, this is just the beginning part of the summer that they're there. But what I'm saying is I'm not going up there to go up there. I'm going up there because God said I'm opening up a property in the north for you to pray. So before I put some screens up, can I tell you very quickly, it's only twelve o'clock. Chickens not even the timer doesn't even start till twelve thirty, so just relax put up our tagline and our logo. If you forgot it, this is what God told my wife, a pavilion of prayer, peace, and play. That's what he said to her, a pavilion of prayer, peace, and play. Our brand new sign is up. We've even had strangers drive by and go, what a beautiful sign. And I said, yeah, I designed it. I know. (laughs) And Corinne. Okay. Anyway, praise God. And That's a tagline. I have to add then, But we've added this, a pavilion on a piece of metal. We've engraved it, hand engraved into a piece of metal that hangs under the sign, a pavilion of prayer, peace, and play. And so I want to just very quickly share with you what that means. Prayer represents spiritual things. Peace represents more soulish things. And play represents more natural or body things. Okay, so when we're talking about prayer, I'm going to go through this quickly with you, but I want to tell you some of the purposes. It's not just about a boat and fishing and swimming off the dock or campfires, which are really good because we have really big ones. Anyway, um, don't get me off on the pyromaniac thing, brother. There's wonderful natural things there that are great, but I want you to know the Lord has already said to me eight, and there's more coming, but he's told me eight things that we're going to have on that property. The first thing is, he said to me, and I'm saying words that he said. He said, You're going to have prayer retreats where you go up and you focus systema- systematically and intensely over two to three days where you pray out for revival. Number two, he said, You're going to have healing retreats. And he said, I want you, he said, At times invite your congregation and at times advertise it on the radio. He said, I want sinners to come. This is the only one that he's given permission for sinners to come. He said, sinners that have terminal diseases where there is no medical hope. Let them come for free. Let them sit in that rec center and you teach them. He already told me how many sessions to do, how long to do and even what to teach. All this came on the fast. And he said, and then I want you to lay hands at the end once once you fed them the word. And he said, and sinners with terminal conditions will be healed because it will be a place of healing. So he's already said that. Number three, he said, I want you to be a place of marriage retreats. He said, just 15 couples at a time. Keep it small. And I, whether they have problems or not problems, I want you to sh- have marriage couples come away to get away from everything and to refire their marriages and teach on marriage and let them just enjoy themselves up there in nature. Number four, youth retreats. And we could add young adult retreats. It's all, And we already have two of them booked for August, a youth and a young adult, where that group of people come and they just have a lot of fun and, a lot, and we just pour into them spiritually. That was number, whatever it was. Four. four. Uh, I guess four and five. And then, then he said, and men's and women's retreats. Just have the men come and at times just the ladies come. Smaller groups, because we can't fit everybody in. And just teach and pray and, and let them have fun. So there's gonna be gender specific retreats as well. Praise God. So that is healing, prayer retreats, healing retreats. Uh, oh, and the, I don't know why I forgot this one. And, and he said also, uh, this was actually number three, but I skipped over it. He said, I want you to have something called freedom retreats. Oh, wow. I said, freedom retreats, what does that mean? He said, for ones that are addicted to drugs, for ones that, uh, that have that, that, any kind of thing where they need to be set free, yeah. Yeah. even sinners, invite them to come. And pour in the word and then lay hands and cast devils out of them at the end of that of that weekend Have it a two-night thing two-day three-day two-night three-day event And he said I want people to come up that are completely hopelessly bound and I'm going to set them free So there are there is prayer emphasis. There's healing. There's freedom. There's marriage. There's youth There's young adults. There's men and there's women's eight and and it's going to keep going This is a pavilion of prayer Spiritual needs being met, Greg. And then peace. <laughs> Sometimes it'd just be good for you to get out of the city and get out of that traffic and all the people raging at you when they drive by, telling you how much God loves you. Have you ever noticed when they're real angry at you, they give you hand signals and they tell you how much God loves you. They don't, but I like to think that they're telling me how much God loves me or that they're pointing to heaven and about how much they love Jesus when they point when when they point that finger when they go by which i don't understand because i'm a nice person and i'm a good driver but some people are just filled with rage get out of the city get out of the smog get out of the the pressure of your work get away from the in-laws if you have to get away from the dog or whatever i don't know if you don't have one buy one and then get away from that there were six failed attempts to buy that property from six different people because an angel watched over it for us God wants it to be a place of peace, tranquility, and rest. Yesterday I looked at Taylor, they had been working so hard, and he was sitting there, and I said, Taylor, you need to come up, brother, and just rest. He goes, I'm not coming up if my mother comes up. I said, I don't. He said, because my mama makes me work too hard. I said, well, we'll leave mama home, and you just go up and just sit there, because after all that work, he was starting to unwind. He was. I could see it on his face, but we were about to drive away. Literally, we were about to drive away and I just saw this piece of look of peace come over him And I said brother Taylor, are you peaceful? He goes yes, but I have to go Mama made me work. I'm not coming up. Mama's up Because mama is focused on getting the job done, but it is a place to rest Just sit there and look at the lake Don't go in if you don't swim, but just look at the lake and we will give swimming lessons. Reverend Greg has already signed up. Apparently, he, all the people that grew up on an island can't swim. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Caribbean people, you can't swim, but you grew up on water. I can't understand it. Verley, don't swim. She grew up on an island. Newfoundland's an island. I bet you Irish people can't swim. They grew up on an island. Anyway, we're going swimming lessons on top of everything else. So it's a place to rest. And finally, as you know, we're gonna get lots of things over the years. Uh, You know, the property management company not the church because it's illegal, but the property management, as it gets money, will buy things, snowmobiles and jet skis and all this kind of stuff. We'll have ATVs, we'll have lots of fun things because we want it to be a place of play. I hate it when people go up there and they just stare, nothing to do, nothing to do. I'm just gonna pray. Well, it's great to pray, but I also want you to play. And because the boat didn't arrive quite on time, you know, my kids had the little golf cart and that was they loved that I mean the four of them were driving around praising the Lord and I was praying dear God Don't let them smash into the tree, but but you know, we want it to be a place of fun. Amen. And so uh, Praise God. I just want to put uh, just real quick play that it's only less than 30 seconds. Just play that quick video uh, there's no noise. There's no sound to it, but the boat has arrived play that video and we will have it on july the 16th i went to see it and this is it in the in the marina uh parking lot kind of thing it just arrived hallelujah and uh it is 25 and a half feet long and brand new, the most advanced boat that Yamaha has ever made. Everything is digital with all the bells and whistles. And, and it's even got a little shower there. You can shower. It's got a bathroom in it. It's got everything. And just to give you a little concept, it's, it's hard to do this with a phone in my hand. But uh, just it can seat 20 people. Praise God. Uh, you, uh, you can't really see it properly, but you'll see. We're going to have it on the 16th of July. It's being delivered at 12 noon on the 16th. And there's my sons there. And there's... there's well, you can't really see it. It's right where, where, where Luke—no, it's right where Luke is standing. There, there's a little thing you open and you step down into the bow. And there's a little toilet if you need it, which we don't really want you to do because I'm the one that has to clean it out. So please, <laughs> emergency uses only. But it, see, there, there's, uh, it's see, there's—it's not rated for that many people. But we 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 we've. we've we've had the boys and adults sit in it and there are 20 people that can easily sit with room left over so it is large and it is beautiful and it is highly advanced and so that's one of the things we're going to have for fishing and for tubing and it's part of the play amen we need a little bit of play okay you can take that down i'm starting to salivate uh i I, as i as i close i just want to say that oh by the way reverend greg has been fishing now for about 19 hours we've been counting not 19, he, the last two days was about 14 hours and then before it was at least five hours and the poor guy can't catch a fish. And then, and then the kids, our neighbor kids, the Hirons, they come down with their, they stand beside Greg on the dock, little six-year-old. He throws the thing out and within a minute, and he, pull, he gets a fish this big and there's Reverend Greg going. Ah! Now you shouldn't have pushed that kid in the water. I saw what you did. He pushed him in the water. I don't want a lawsuit, brother Greg. My God. No, he didn't push him in the water. Errol and Lorraine, especially Lorraine. Errol has been working on all the finances and all a ton of things. Lorraine has been doing all the schedules. And I just want to thank them. From the bottom of my heart, both of them. Would you stand, Lorraine? Would you stand, Errol? Stand, brother. I want to thank them for their outstanding job between insurance, lawyers, schedules, trainings, everything, hundreds and hundreds of details. You know, even just the water purification has been a tremendous learning curve because we have to follow all the rules of the government because of the Water Down Act and everything. And so that it's drinkable and you don't get sick. I mean, there's just so many things people don't know that we have to do. And plus all the fixing insurance requirements, cleanup schedules, legal requirements, renovation schedules, just so many items. So I want to thank them. Because uh, you can't just go up to a property like that without being organized because then you will have trouble. And we want to follow all the laws so that nothing wrong happens. And we're not breaking the law and we're also not liable for lawsuits and all that kind of stuff. And so now when Lorraine, <laughs> Lorraine, I said the season of joy is ahead of you. Because like me, you've had your head down. I- I've been dealing with Satan. You've been dealing with Oasis. Okay. Uh, sometimes they might be the same thing. Praise God. But, but she has had such almost pressure on her with so much to do. Uh, but, and then she looked at me the other day and she said, Pastor Craig, she said, I, I, I love you and I love Jesus and I love this property, but I don't see how we can do this property without somebody living there. It's just too much. It's just too much. And so I said, well, the Lord has answered your prayer. And God has sent us a couple. They are arriving in May of 2022. They are relocating here from Newfoundland. They are coming to train for ministry because they're going to be doing their own church in the future. And God is sending them for between three and four years to our church. And they have agreed to be hired as our property managers for Oasis. And they will be living permanently on the property and taking care of everything, and it will make Lorraine's job so much easier. Our supervisors that go up there, it will make their job so much easier. Even stuff with the boat, trying to figure out who's going to drive it, it will make things so much easier, because they'll be responsible, and they're basically going to clean the property, maintain the property, love the property, welcome you when you come, and they are the most precious people. When you meet them, you will just absolutely love them. So would you welcome, they're in Newfoundland watching right now, hello guys, but would you welcome uh, Robert and Sharon Reed uh, from, from, where do they, what's their town they live in? Virgin Arm, Virgin Arm, Newfoundland. Praise God. And that's, that's, that's his minister look. That's his minister, her minister look. But now you're going to see the Oasis look. Yeah, because they are outdoorsy. They live in the bush they hunt they fish they have their own snowmobiles and 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 four by fours and snowshoes i mean if you own a pair of snowshoes you know you're serious that's all i'm saying you know you're serious i mean bears are afraid of him He's not afraid of them. So uh, Robert and Sharon are moving here in May of next year, and we're setting them up to live permanently at Oasis. They'll be driving back and forth twice a week for services. Their 13-year-old daughter is coming with them and will be staying with them, and they're going to totally take care of our property for as long as they're in Ontario Oasis. And I didn't even ask them. God spoke to them. God, before I even thought of them, Taylor, I knew they were coming, but I thought they were living in Toronto, and God said, call Pastor Craig and ask him if you can take care of his property, and they said, they asked us, could we take care of Oasis, and I said, it didn't take me very long, I, I, I prayed, it didn't take God very long, yes, 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 do it, praise God, so, so they're coming, amen, and it's gonna be, so put up screen one, please, we're almost done, screen one, just to give you a couple little details, 2019, last year, we needed 379, remember? 200 was for this building, 179 was for closing costs. The total that came in as of May 2nd, 2021, which is when we cut it off, was 10,548 over what we needed praise God, and because the closing was more than we anticipated, and we had to go into savings, we took that 10000 to help offset closing costs, which were higher than what, they always, they tell you something, and then they, oh, sorry, we forgot, and then the lawyer, oh, sorry, we forgot that there's this insurance, and there's that thing, and there's this thing, and they just do that all the time, so we didn't even fully meet the closing cost budget but that ten thousand helped us to get closer to our goal the rest of it we took out of our savings so we basically like we're even now so the closing's done i'm not asking you any more money from that our savings took care of the difference and we're good now next screen and we're almost done here is this is our what we're calling our mortgage fund okay and we first announced it on the second but now i'm really getting into the into the nitty-gritty of it with you mortgage one and two is did i say 420 or 440 brother I said 440. I thought I said 420. 440. Okay. Date is 440 needed by June 30th next year. The first 220 is needed. Oh, that's right. I said 420, but it is 440. Oh, God, help us. Okay. Uh, the 220 is needed by this November. Are you with me? Amount received by last Sunday. Now, we haven't even talked about it since June, May 2nd. We haven't even really talked about it. But just people out of their generosity have given without us even announcing it, really. And so since, since May 2nd, as of last Sunday, 10,280 has come in, of which now we need 209,720 by November 7th. And by the way, I just want to give a shout out because of that 10,280, 10,000 came from one family. And they gave their entire combined, mom and dad combined their, their, their giving, what do you call it? Their tax receipts, their tax refunds. And they gave the whole thing. Mom and dad combined to help us with Oasis. Didn't keep a penny for them. I don't know how to thank them for that. So really only $280 has come from the other 400 and something people since May 2nd. But I'm not upset with that because if I don't cast the vision, you won't get behind it. So I'm casting the vision now. We need $209,720 in the next 18 weeks. So go to the last screen, please. And you can see here trying to make this nice and colorful to make you excited and happy. So out of that 209, 720 by May, by November 7th, it's 18 weeks from today, we currently have 230 families. We need 400 and, well, it should say 440 in there. But anyway, uh, Oasis must be completed by June 30th of next year. So if you add it up, if we can have 2,000 a family in the next 12 months, but we need at least 1,000 a family in the next 18 weeks. If you just wanna look at it like that, OK, we have 230 families and we can get a thousand per family. Then that means we've met the goal by November 7th. And if you can give another thousand by next June, we said that a thousand dollars should not be very hard for a church like ours that, that is trained in generosity. Is that OK with you all? Praise God. So ideally, we'll get that 2000 in this year. But we at least need a thousand of it from each of you within the next 18 weeks. Because if we, can I emphasize it, if you're watching, if we don't pay the first mortgage by November the 8th, we lose the property. And there is no grace with these people. These are, (laughs) this is not a bank. This is a private individual. We signed a contract with them. And if we don't pay them by November 8th, they take the property away from us and we, we lose it. So we, this is not a matter of, if you feel led, you will feel led because God is going to lead you. Because he's not going to tell us to get the property and then not lead you to bring a supply to that property. Well, I'll pray. We'll pray and also get into your checkbook a little bit and pray as well. But let's, let's at least do a thousand a family in the next 18 weeks by November 7th. And if you can do your full 2000, then we can pay both mortgages off this year and then we'll pay that much less interest next year. And this is it. Listen, everybody. Once we've done this, we're not raising more money for Oasis. Because we'll pay the regular mortgage off over the years. Okay, we're focusing on the glory center once this is done because this is the first purchase and the glory center is the last purchase. And we've got to do the, you know, the, you say, well, what, what, why? why are we doing the, the, the parking lot if we're not even staying here? Because by law, in our lease contract, it says if the owner demands that the roof or the parking lot be fixed, we have to oblige him or he can evict us. Remember when he asked the roof to be done and we did it. Now he's asking the parking lot to be done and we'll do it. But we're not going to do the money till next year because we've got to get this first bookend, these two mortgages done. And I'm not even asking for renovation costs. I'm using my own faith for the renovation costs. It takes about 30,000 a cabin to renovate the way we want to renovate because we have to do everything. We have to strip everything out and put everything back in because the way the previous owners left it was very substandard. So it's about 30000 a cabin, sometimes more, depending on how big the cabin is. And I'm not even asking for that money. You know why? Because I'm using my faith privately for that money to come in. And on top of that, rentals, as people rent, we take all the money from the rentals to renovate the other cabins. So nobody's profiting from this. Nobody's making money. Nobody's getting paid. I'm not getting more salary. Everything that you put in in the rentals or the offerings you've given so far goes into renovating the cabins. Okay, so we're doing that without requiring any more offerings from you. But this this big fund, we've got to have this or we lose the property. Amen? You all with me? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, uh, I want to just put up very quick in succession before we close some helpers that have been helping. And so go through these quickly. There's Jonathan. Oh, they're so sweet. Keep going, guys. Fast, fast. Putting in the, the painting and the appliances and, and shoveling and raking. And I don't know what Sue's doing, but she's doing something and putting signs up and measuring. That was Quinny there. And Michaela and sweeping. And of course, we didn't get pictures of everybody. These are just a few of them. And Maurizio with the tractor and and Jessica trying to do the tractor. Praise God, I'm kidding, Jess. And sewing Miss Willie, and something there, and something there, and something there, <laughs> praise God. And flowers, and greenery, and we don't know what Joe's doing, but it's important. And showers, and bathrooms, and on the roof, and ceiling holes, and cleaning. And I'm telling you, it's, oh, Reverend Greg, that's a miracle, praise God. Oh, my, putting up the brand new sign, and that's our sign. Praise God. Is that it? Praise the Lord. That's it. Praise God. So I want to thank you for all the helpers. And, of course, there's been about how many, Lorraine? About how many helpers in total? About 60? 65 helpers in total have come up in one time or the other that was only a fraction of them many of them come up All of them have come up at their own expense booking their time off paying for their own food as a complete Sacrifice and not only doing all that Greg but then working when they get there without being paid Just so that the property can look better praise God And so we want to thank you that the little undersigned the little tagline hasn't been added on that picture But but it will be so praise God we want to thank you all all the helpers. I have a couple more things Do you want to say something? Okay, can, you, can we just play the short dedication? Yesterday we were there with some staff and their families. We're only allowed 25 people, but we dedicated the property yesterday because we can't keep waiting, and our first renters show up today. So we had to get it done so that the renters could move in because now the, renovation, the renting money helps us pay for renovations on the cabins. So this was a short little dedication we did with just the staff and their families, and Reverend Greg was up there as a supervisor. And so go ahead and play that short video, and then we'll close the service. Hello, Promise of Life, and uh, happy Canada Day and Canada Week to all of you. We're here on July the 3rd at our beautiful Oasis property here up in the Highlands, uh, the Halliburton Highlands, and we are dedicating our property. We've got some of the staff with us, and you can see behind me, uh, some of you had told me in person, wow, it looks so much different than just the videos and the pictures. It's so much nicer in person, but you can see we've got some cabins behind us. And beautiful green grass the sun was was blazing down just a minute ago, but the clouds are a bit in here and If you pan around, Brother Peter, we have some uh, some of our leaders and staff and their families of course we 're only allowed twenty five people uh, here because of the government restrictions, but we want to they want to say hi. you can see the dock and our, hi. our Happy Canada Day,
1: hey. Happy hey. Canada
0: Day hey. our beautiful hey. Canada flag and the water. The kids have been in the water this morning. The boat's not quite here yet, but it comes soon. So, leaders, come up with me if you don't mind, and let's pray over this property. We've had it now. How long, Jenny? I think
1: er- it's last August. Errol,
0: When did we buy this?
1: October. first. Uh, uh, we saw it in August. October
0: first, yeah. 2020. We purchased this property, and uh, just come on, guys. You can gather around me, and um, and let's. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna pray over this property and, and uh, believe God. Amen. All of you, come on. All of you, come on, gather around. Praise God. Some of you can come behind. Some of you can come on the side. Amen. What a blessing. Reverend Greg, what a blessing this property it is. a is. blessing indeed. Amen. We know that uh, not all of you have been here. Most of you haven't been up, but every person that comes tells us what a blessing this property is that is actually a tangible sense of peace here
2: yes. and there
0: really is it's not just the quiet of nature uh, the trees are beautiful and, and the temperature even when it's hot it's not really that hot no. because the trees block so much of it and uh, and it's just we have uh, I was out with the neighbor they took us on a boat their little boat around the beach lake just so me to, me to look at it because I've never been on beach lake and uh, he was telling us that this lake is one of the best for fishing and I'm looking as we're going around the lake we're the only property yeah with a beach, a proper beach. There's one one or two other properties that have a beach about half the size. And the agent had told us when we purchased this that ours is the biggest beach on Mm. Beach Lake for the children to swim. And people have been asking us to buy this property. Since we bought it, we've had many offers offering Mm -hmm. us a lot more than we spent on it because this is prime real estate here in the Halliburton Highlands. And so we've got the leaders here. We're going to pray. And so Mm -hmm. I'm asking all of you with me, if you would please extend your hands toward the property and release your faith as we pray. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, with the staff, with some of the leaders, some of the supervisors that are here. Lord, I know we don't have the hundreds of people that we wanted but Father, with the few that were able so we are law keepers, Father, we, we split our feet on this land. Lord Jesus, I know that I know that I know that you gave us this property. You spoke to my wife and there was an angel watching over this property and seven other six other people tried to buy it and Lord, those deals fell through because this was our land. And you told me during, during the video casting And during the fast you said start the season of ownership of Hebron with a small purchase of Oasis and end it with a large purchase of the new building. And Lord these two purchases are the bookends of this season that we are in called Hebron. And Father we are running in Hebron. And Lord we have purchased this property by faith. We're believing for the money to come in to pay two of the three mortgages this year. And we know that it will come. But Lord as my feet are on this soil. As I've slept here the last couple nights. Lord, I, there's just been a growing sense of peace and joy and happiness that, Lord, this is a place for families to come, for individuals to come, for people to pray, for people to learn the word, for people to rest. It is a pavilion of prayer, prayer and peace and play, and it really is a pavilion. So, Father, Jenny and I, in the mighty name of Jesus, we stretch our hands toward this property, Lord, from the road border to the lake shore border, Lord, where the beach is from this side to that side to our neighbors on either side and Father, we commit and dedicate by faith this property to the glory of God for the work of God that Jesus would be exalted that Jesus and his word and his power will be lifted up that when people come, they would sense the presence of God and the peace of God, that they would hear from God, that they would come to pray that they would come to, Lord, have such restful times within nature and within your presence, that they'd come to learn your word, that they'd come to leave refreshed and strengthened, that they would come to have fun and to play and to enjoy nature and the water. Lord Jesus, this is a property that is the perfect will of God for promise of life. I have no doubt about that, and that's why it's been light and easy from the get-go. So, Father, with these leaders and these staff, we dedicate this land in the name of Jesus to you. Gracias. Father, let your glory come down on this property. Let it be tangible and real. Let people that come be blessed that they were here. Lord, the previous owners had this property set aside for you. The older ladies in that church have been praying for years that the next owners would be born again spirit-filled Christians. Lord, I know that you caused this deal. That angel held this property. Held it safe for us so that nobody could touch it until we came. And Lord Jesus, we commit that we will fulfill the will of God on this land. We do it for your glory. We thank you for the pavilion of prayer and peace and play. And let it be a great joy to every congregation yes, member and every Christian, even from other churches, that sets their feet on this property. We dedicate this land to you and we give you the praise and the glory. Jenny, pray about that angel, honey. Father,
1: we just praise you that Lord. there's an angel Lord that works with our Hallelujah. Father, we We command that mighty angel of the Lord to go and and be a guardian over this property. Lord, we say that the blood of Jesus is over this property. And Father, it is very important to us, Lord, to apply the blood, Lord. Now we declare that there will never ever be a tragedy. There will never be broken bones. There will never be trauma. No, because what we will do our part in the natural, Lord. But we know that when our natural runs out, Lord, you are there and your mighty angels are there. And whatever it takes, Lord, we thank you, there is a protective barrier around this property. property is dedicated to you and we thank you Lord that all that are within it Lord have a peaceful stay, have a wonderful stay Lord and they will not be bothered Lord with those other things that other people have to put up with Lord. We declare your peace your prosperity over this place and your protective barrier in the mighty name of Jesus. And we apply that
0: blood to every square inch around this property, around all we own, on every side, every square inch, every home, every cabin, every vehicle our shoreline, our dock, our amenities, the boat, everything. Father, we thank you that blood stays destruction and keeps sickness and disease off this land and keeps evil spirits and destruction off this land. And we thank you that it will be nothing but a blessing to everybody that comes. We love you, Jesus. Thank you you for giving us this gift. It is a gift, a promise of life. We are grateful and we appreciate it. We are thankful and we give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. amen Amen. and amen Amen. congregation i wish you were here with me but the leaders are here uh in proxy for you and thank you for agreeing with us in august we're going to have some days where there's totally free free food free barbecues you come up spend the whole day and enjoy the property enjoy the boat enjoy the fishing and all the things you want to do and uh and we're just looking forward to those days when everybody can come and enjoy not just a select food we love you peter you can get a little bit more of that lake if you can and uh, be blessed love you all we'll see you soon hallelujah well we had a good time amen and just before you come honey some some people have been asking pastor when you say 230 families what constitute a fam what does a family constitute so just to give you some examples willie stand up willie willie is a family because willie is a single lady so she's her own family Amen. And then, of course, I don't know if the popes are here, but uh, the popes with their son, Andre. Andre is legally an adult, but he is a dependent in that family yeah. because he doesn't work. So he's a dependent on that family. So having said that, the popes are a family. All of them, mom, dad, and, and you know, working age son, but a dependent. Yeah. Now, for example, the Osmonds are two families. Yeah. Because Rob and Kim are a are, are mom and dad. Brandon lives with them. Yes. But Brandon has a job and he works and he pays taxes and he tithes. And, and he's his own man, even though he lives with his, with his mom and dad. So the Osmonds are two families because Brandon is his own and mom and dad are their own. But if you've got a young person like Quinn that doesn't have a job, he's a dependent. So we're a family. Mm-hmm. And if you're a single person, you're your own family. So when we're looking at families like that if if we can have you know 200, and 200 families like that do this 230 families really do this we will not only be able to pay those mortgages but maybe even have a little left over to help with a bit more of the cabins praise god i know it's twelve thirty. i know your your chicken is, is going but i just feel prompted to share this last thing i was going to wait till next week but i just felt the holy ghost say i want you to go ahead and share this so would you please quickly play that video watch this
2: good morning promise of life my name is arjun I trust that you guys are doing well this morning. Before we start, I wanted to say that it's an honor and a privilege that I get to share my testimony with you guys. My testimony is regarding the building fund offering that we took up most recently and how I was very simply able to apply what we're so masterfully taught here at Promises of Life Church and how that teaching helped me position myself for God to come through for me. So when Pastor Craig first announced the building fund offering, um, like we're taught to do with any offering, Unless the amount is specified, I ask God and I tell God that, Father God, lead me in my giving, Lord. I want to please you in my giving. What amount would you have me give? And like always, God revealed to me an amount. And this time, not only was the amount the biggest amount that God has ever given me the privilege to sow, but it was also an amount that I didn't have just sitting in my bank. It was an amount that I don't know where it was going to come from or how it was going to come. But one thing I knew for sure, and that was that God is faithful. God is faithful. And if God says so, who is little Arjun to say no? You know, when God first revealed to me X amount of dollars that he wants me to sold towards a building fund, I immediately put into practice what pastors teach us. And that is to simply agree with God. With childlike faith, simply agree with God. And that's exactly what I did. I said, God... You know I don't have this money. I know I don't have this money. You know it's a lot of money. I know it's a lot of money. But Lord, I simply agree with you. Your will be done, Lord. And I said, God, I don't know where it's gonna come from. I don't know how it's gonna come, but thank God that's not for me to figure out. Thank you, Lord, that that's on your side. My side and my job is to simply agree with you. And that's exactly what I did. And church, lo and behold, glory to God, Two, three months before the building fund offering date, um, before the building fund due date, um, God supernaturally brought three deals into my lap right in time. And not only did these three deals come right in time, but they also brought me almost the exact dollar value of what I needed for my building fund. And when everything happened and everything played out, I was just in awe and I was just like, wow, God. And without expecting an answer from God, just talking to him, I was like, wow, Lord, like how did this happen? I've been in real estate for all these years. It's never happened before. Lord, how? And God revealed to me that, son, I was only able to do this for you because you simply agreed with me. Your agreement allowed for me and my power to flow in your life and God also God showed me three paths he showed me one path that was called his permissive will one path that was His perfect will and one path that was not his will so you're totally out of the will and god revealed to me that son because you chose to agree with me which was my perfect will you didn't you you didn't say oh no god that's way too much money which would be his um out of his will or i didn't say oh god maybe you could maybe you can't which would be his um, permissive will but i said god i agree with you i wholeheartedly agree with you lord i walk by faith and i rejoice because the bible says in rejoicing the power flows so lord i thank you and Lo and behold, church, it all came to pass and God really showed me that it only came because I agreed with him and I chose to go down that path. God showed me that never in a million years, if I went down any of those paths, those I would never have come across those deals because those deals weren't on that path. They were only on the path that... That was that when I agree with God, letting his power flow. And it was just, it was truly amazing. And church, the Bible says that God is no respecter of persons. You know, if he can do it for me, he can sure do it for you. And I encourage you guys just simply agree with God. You know, with childlike faith, agree with God. And I promise you, you will have the same results. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope that
0: bless you guys. Keep running in Hebron. Thanks. It's so precious. What a precious man of God. Now, this is not Oasis. This is the last year, the 379. And he pledged a significant amount of money. I won't say what, but it was significant. And even I thought, how on earth is he going to get that? Because I didn't think that, you know, it it was a significant amount of money. But he just did what he was taught. Now, I am just specifying. I'm specifying 2,000 a family in 12 months. Many of you can do a lot more than that. Some of you may not be able to do that. Your faith may not be strong enough for that. But whatever the Spirit of God leads you, can I just say, because there might be one person over here they can only do. Their measure of faith is only for $1,000. But then somebody over here could do $4,000 and they'll compensate. Okay? So please don't let this two thousand and twelve in 12 months, 1,000 by November 7th, there are other by June 30th next year. Don't let that trip you up as to the maximum or the minimum. You go with what the Lord leads you. If you have to go less than that, go less than that. But go with what the Spirit leads you and go with your faith because God may lead you to do more knowing that somebody else in the congregation couldn't do that much. So he's prompting you to do more, but it will all balance out. But I love it, Lorraine. Father, what do you want me to give? Now that time I didn't specify, this time I am. But still, Lord, you should be saying, what do you want me to give toward these two mortgages? And then whatever the amount is, don't let it throw you. You that you don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. And don't let it throw you that it's a lot, maybe higher than you thought. Just say, Lord, I agree. Lord, I agree. Amen. Lord, I agree. And I don't want to get into the details of it. But if you listen, if you talk to Arjun and get the specifics, yeah. Yeah. there were deals that fell in his lap that he was actually saying to the guy, why are you paying me? I've done no work. And the guy, the sinner was saying, I want to pay you. That's yeah. yes. And then God said, like, shut up. Don't say that anymore. Yeah. Because literally people were paying him for nothing. Yes. One phone call. Got a whole commission's worth. Because supernaturally, the angels brought deals, plopped him right in his lap and said, because you agreed, here's the money for the building fund. So don't anybody tell me it's too much. You just say, Lord, help me. You bring the money, I'll pay it. And he'll do it. Some of you have that money's in the bank account. Others don't. But be led by the Spirit. Praise God. Before Jenny comes, put up put up our website. Don't forget to support us with rentals. Oasis in the Highlands is our email is our website. Bookings at Oasis in the Highlands is our uh, email address. We've just got hats made with the logo on them in all different colors. They're at the bookstore. If you'd like to go and buy any of them, they're beautiful, and uh, the, Oasis, the logo just looks so pretty on, on the black hat like that, and on all the other colors. So we've got those at the. Bookstore bookstore if you'd like to support us amen honey as we close the service just whatever you had in your heart and then we'll we'll finish it up
1: um i just felt the word of the lord come to me a few minutes ago milani praise the lord the lord would say to you today that there is a boom coming in your business that what you've seen today is only the beginning and do not draw back Do not ask, how am I going to handle this, Lord? He's going to give you the people. You're going to know in your spirit as you look around who they are. And today what you don't see, tomorrow you will see. There are new branches coming to you. It's not just restaurants. There is an anointing for business on your life because you love him. And he sees that love. And he's working on situations in your life. But that purity of your heart in love toward him crowns you today with an anointing to make money and to fund. Yes, you'll fund the kingdom. And because there's a joy in your heart to do it and the Lord sees that it is unfeigned. It is the real thing. But that money will fund your family and the things that matter to you. And just as he blessed Abraham, he blessed him first. And then Abraham was a great blessing. And that anointing is on you to prosper. So open up your heart even more today. And expect that he will give you the teams. He will give you the leaders of those teams in business. And they will light up like light bulbs. Not just the leaders, but the ideas and the business opportunities. And some of them will come and be given to you. You will not have to look for them. You will not have to toil and sweat over what to do, where to go, and what they are, because they will literally light up before you. Some of them will be given, and others will download into your spirit, and the going will be so easy and light. It will be the greatest joy of your life, this anointing for business, and I see you in the spirit. So light will it be, and so great and easy will it be upon you that you will teach others in the kingdom, You will teach them with an anointing. And that prosperity will flow off of you like a tangible substance. And it will flow into others that anointing. To prosper, to fund, to be blessed. To be unashamed of the blessing of God. Because it will be like a mouthpiece for you to proclaim. (laughs) Loud. The nature of our God and His goodness. And it will be brazen in the eyes of the enemy. But because you know his heart, you will not shrink back. You will be bold, talking about the goodness of God. And that anointing will flow down from you to your daughters, to your family. It will mark you from this day forward in a tangible way, says the Lord.
0: Hallelujah. (laughs) we give you praise hallelujah
1: and let me say this by the spirit that comes to milani today and there are others that are sitting in this place and some of you already know who you are morrison family that's on you there are others here that god's going to download things for so get your receptors up Lift your heart and your spirit on high. Do not look down towards yourself and what you see in yourself today because these are downloads from heaven. They come like the songs come. They come like the anointings come. Just like Reverend Taylor gets a song by the Spirit and he downloads it and he gets engaged with it but he knows that it comes down from heaven so those precious businesses will come. I've been speaking for years that those businesses will come but this is also a part of that celebration but you must understand that the things of the spirit come like a river from the realm of the spirit they come when you take your eyes off of yourself and you look to heaven and then those downloads begin and surely they come surely they come they were not there yesterday but today they are there and surely they come like an avalanche from heaven and I will help you my aid is there my people will surround these ideas and I will give birth to these things and you are just simply to carry them out and oh the light and easy flow and oh how there is no toil there is just the work that is light and easy the joy of the work the joy of the manifestation of the work the joy of those ideas that come from my heart and come from heaven if I say that you will have businesses then you are to say I will have businesses If I say to you, divine ideas come from heaven to earth, then you are to say, divine ideas come from heaven to earth. You are simply to participate. You are simply to be the reservoir into which I pour the might and the power of these things because these things must come because they come from heaven, intangible, but they become tangible on the earth and they produce the things of the kingdom, the things that are so important, the wealth, the Gold, the silver that is so important for my vision and the flow has begun and Lord I just thank you today with these people Lord God we say yes to you yeah. just like brother Arjun said Lord we just cooperate wholeheartedly because revelation has come and is coming for us to hold the precious things from heaven Lord and we thank you Lord you bless us mightily in the process Lord let us never shrink back let us never yield to our religious spirit about money lord let us brazenly and openly and gloriously laud you the king of heaven and the wealth that you have for those that are in partnership with you lord for we walk with you as one with you we are co-laborers with you god and it is the greatest joy it is the greatest privilege lord and we thank you for it hallelujah
0: hallelujah hallelujah Mayakawatinduwaya ishta in the wa nde wina anai na oay it o a y ishte na waandi itti and ashte and do you not remember, son, I told you Mashtukuta ishte that businesses. I told you in last week's sermon that businesses, businesses, Matushta, Dishteh, Wushta, Baka would be birthed by the Spirit. As funding for international works. So I say to you and to the congregation today, that like the international will be funded, so the glory center will be funded. And as the glory center shall be funded, so shall Oasis be funded. That yes, there are divine ideas, witty inventions and supernatural business ventures from heaven being dropped into the hearts of men that they would begin to work those ideas and prosper at those ideas to help fund the vision to help fund the vision yes for the international but also for this glo- new church the glory center and also for this oasis property and all that it needs yes 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 some believing me like my son arjun just for the money that came through spontaneous ways and other Others, starting businesses. Others, having divine ideas and witty ideas and connections for increase to come that way. Let them be led by my spirit individually that they would know what part they have to play and how that funding is to come through them, whether it's the business or whether it's spontaneous believing. But let them believe me for there is much In this church more than enough to fund all the vision all the vision of Oasis all the vision of the glory center and all the vision of the international works it is all supplied in this people if they would but listen and obey master hash'ti. thank you father I give you praise I give you praise I give you praise. Thank you for speaking, Holy Ghost, through my wife. Thank you for speaking through me. Thank you, Lord, for the, the people's ears to be attentive to hear. That, Father, they don't have to start a business. They can just believe you, like Arjun said. But others, there is actually businesses and ideas that are being dropped into them from heaven to, for them to be a constant funder of the vision. And not just for international. But Father, I saw that last week internationally. But Lord, I saw it this morning. It is for the Glory Center and for Oasis domestically as well. So Lord, let the I say businesses, I commend you. Come forth in Jesus' name. Businesses dropped in the hearts of men. In the hearts whether they see themselves as a business person or not. Businesses, ideas, witty inventions, uh, uh, concepts, ventures. Uh, I, I say to you, in Jesus' name... Come forth from this congregation. Come forth from these ones that God is dropping them into. And I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, that may not be everybody, but Lord, some, some will have. Praise God. But all, whether they have a business idea or not, all can say, Lord, what do you want me to sow? I agree with you. And Lord, you can do miracles to get that money to them. All can do that like Arjun did. Some will have business opportunities, but Lord, I thank you that they are led by the Spirit in whichever category they're in. In Jesus mighty name. In Jesus mighty name. ho ho ba ba I don't understand this, Lord, but I'll say it even though I don't understand it. but Malani ushti na no o the open doors for television. Mash that have already started with you. They are bigger than you, and they are something to do with this ministry, but I don't understand it. So Lord, I pray that you would open those doors. That evil spirit that is assigned to block those connections. Uh, In the name of Jesus, I bind that and I command you to take your hands off in Jesus' name. Mighty angels, go forth and cause the fullness of the plan of God and the will of God to be wrought with those television connections with her business. And Lord, whatever connection it has to this ministry in the years to come, make it clear that I would not misstep that I would not just take a good opportunity, but I would know by the Spirit of God, the will of God, and I would be very sober to only do what the will of God is. But I'm telling you, there's something, there's connections you're making, and I say it by the word of knowledge, there's connections you're making that this ministry will need in the future, Melani. I don't mean right now, but in the future, there are connections you are making that this ministry will need in the television industry. So just do all that is in your heart and blaze forward and charge ahead like a strong bull. Charge ahead with boldness. And take that, Milani, take it in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father. It will all surely come to pass at the right time. Hallelujah. I give you praise. It's gonna grow. That television thing's gonna grow. You watch. In Jesus' name. (laughs) Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. We give you glory for it, Father. Hallelujah. I got one more thing. Glory to
1: God. Uh, Corinne, make much Of that creative gift in you. Make much. There is creativity in you. But it's going to be used for the kingdom. There's going to be times. You're going to open your eyes. And what you need to create. Is going to be right in front of you. It's going to be downloaded. And I said it before. I'll say it again. It'll be just like when Reverend Taylor gets a song. You're going to open your eyes. You're going to see it. You'll see it sometimes in 3D dimension. You'll see the colors. You'll see the crafting of it. You'll see the sketching of it. You will be able to break it down. And yes, it will be used, but it won't be used in just one way. It will be used in many ways. I see money attached to it. I see branding attached to it. I see blessings for your ministry attached to it. I see mighty things, but no longer just step back in a sense of it's a small thing. It's just a little thing that God allows me to touch and work with. Make much of it. Make much of it. Pull on the anointing from heaven. For that is a creativity that God has put in you. And the root of it is in you strong. But it must grow up now. It must come out. It must emerge. It must be seen. Because it needs to be used for the kingdom of God. And it must be used as a branding for his name. To laud him. To announce him. In so many different areas. Yes. Yes, there'll be products. Yes, there'll be a branding for ministry. Yes, there will be all of these things. But some of these things will not be revealed until the first levels are completed, says the Lord. When these are done and completed, you'll step into higher. You'll step into higher and you will find, you will hear yourself saying, my, the Lord makes me look good. The little do they know that when I wake up, I see it. My eyes see it, see it in patterns, see it in concentric geographic patterns see the colors see the shapes see where it is supposed to be placed i see it as if in 3d and lord i thank you right now that that anointing that anointing that anointing that anointing rests upon her mightily and comes up out of her comes 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 now for the kingdom make much it's an anointing from heaven make much says
0: the lord hallelujah 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 Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, thank God. Well, you would have just been having a coffee anyway, so we might as well have enjoyed the Holy Ghost while he's moving. Corinne made that beautiful Oasis logo, and there's so much in her. And Melani's been on television more than once already. Uh, I don't know. I've never seen that before, but I heard the Lord say there's connections that she is making for the ministry in the future. So just take it one step at a time. Hallelujah, Milani. One step at a time, sweetheart. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Don't you appreciate Brother Arjun? When you see him, give him a big hug and say, Arjun, your faith stirs mine. Praise God.